0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's totally terrific, totally transforming, and totally triumphant Tuesday as we find unity from the Father through the Son and by the Holy Spirit, all for the glory of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. First, I like gifts. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm sorry. I know that I'm not supposed to admit that, but I do. Now the truth must be told. I don't like all gifts. I like gifts that I think are cool and awesome. Okay? I love gifts that fill a need that I have. That's why it's amazing to understand that God is a gift. Next, No Compromise by Keith Green was and is one of my favorite songs. One, one of the lines in the song states... I want more than Sundays and Wednesday nights, because if you can't come to me every day, don't bother coming at all. I know that sounds brutal, but only to humans who have no serious connection to Jesus. The premise of, of this should be our anthem for Christian living. When we bargain in our faith instead of standing firm in our faith, we show that we're loving Jesus just a little bit less at that moment. Ooh, ow, that was ow, that, hurt, that hurt me just to say it. And finally, once we are firm in the faith with no compromise to Satan, seculars, sin, or ourself, that be their flesh, we are free to engage in theologies. There's been a difference of opinion regarding the theology of free will and predestination. And they've been arguing about this for about a bazillion years. Okay, not a bazillion, but for a long time. And at this point, it demonstrates more of a pride issue as opposed to how great both of these theologies are. We tend to pick a side and we stick with it. And we're right no matter what anybody else says, even (laughs) God— That's how arrogant people can be. But the Lord is patient with us, and instead of trying to win the argument, perhaps the one thing we can do the best is to expand our insights into the Lord. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing politics, entertainment, and current events, personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and the way they so much more. Hey, we're asking you, what do you think? That's right, you can share. You can email us, david at hemusincrease.org. Now, I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at my emails. Hold on. Okay, right there. It's all right in front of me. David at hemusincrease.org. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you make that call, ho, 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 get ready, because you'll be talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
1: lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite. dynamite.
0: Dynamite. All right, get this one. Talking to Dynamite D, that's like winning a free Chinese dinner for two. I was
2: just about to say the lotto. That's
0: pretty good, though. No, come on now. <laughs> Now my problem is, and and Aunt Deb's gonna have to help here. There's not a ton of great Chinese restaurants in in the area we live in, so it's kind of like makes it hard. You know what I'm saying? You can say that about a few things to me. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's it's hard, right? It's like if you don't have a restaurant you like, you know, it's like oh, ooh. Now here in Texas, there's a lot of great barbecues, and so that that probably is. A, well, you know? well,
2: I, I think sometimes even that could be hard. I'm talking about really, really.
0: Good. Uh, no, See what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I know what you mean. I know. We used to eat at a place. Let me just do, give you an idea. All right? I'm gonna tell you right. Don't get mad at me, nobody. All right? They would take the ribs after they cook them in in tongs and pull them out and bring them to your table and set them on the plate in front of you from the grill. I mean, from the grill. It would get on your plate and be going. <laughs> I mean, oh, come on, Dave. That come sounds
3: on. delicious.
0: That's serious. <laughs> You're just thinking, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, sorry. All right, sorry for that. Uh, okay, going back to what we were talking about, here's the bottom line. Perhaps you've got a praise report like you know of a rib place or a Chinese place. <laughs> you've got a prayer request. Hey, we'll put our faith together with yours. We'll join it together and do what we can, right? I mean, our job is to help and strengthen one another as we see the day approaching. Hebrews 3.13, Hebrews 10.25, we're supposed to encourage and strengthen one another as the return of Jesus Christ gets closer and closer. Take a look. It's pretty close, right? It's getting a lot closer. Well, we have a job to do between now and that return, and that's to strengthen one another, further the kingdom of God as he sets it before us, be in constant communion with him so that we can know what his desire and his will is, and not get caught up in the world or in ourselves, recognizing that there's more at play. I think an amazing thing is we talk about Job, we teach on Job, and what we don't catch is that if we saw that this hundred-year journey is just opening a door to a trillion-gazillion-year journey, we would have a very different perspective in life, wouldn't we? Just pointing that out. Hey, if you've got a prayer request or a praise report, let us know. If you've got something you want to share, let us know. If you've got an answer to this trivia question, let me know. After Joseph had heard that Herod had died, he, with Jesus and Mary came back and settled in what city? What city did they come back to after Egypt? Some of you are like, I know that. Some of you are like, I'm not sure. Some of you should learn because this is a good one. My hint for Al is your first answer on the first question was the best answer you're going to come up with. Oh, he just got it too. Good job. Pow, pow for Al. Nice work, brother. All right. If you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. 4, 4, 0, 7, 7, 0. I got to say that slower because D, D told me, family member said you got to slow it down. 972-445-0770. 4, 4, 0, 7, 7, 0. You can also text in. Too. Was that you saying it's slower? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that good? That was pretty great. That, that was, was a great day. 214 making sure. On uh, text David at he must is the email. Somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Send them on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, this is Gary. How are you today? I'm doing fantastic, Gary. How are you doing? No, I'm doing okay. Uh, I'm doing. I'm doing so much better, and I'll tell you why. I got to tell you why yesterday my knee was killing me and then I woke up today and it doesn't hurt as much just by not being on it <laughs> well that's not. good right exactly right it's like do nothing feel better hmm interesting <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying <laughs> interesting I mean God's moving in your knee <laughs> yeah
0: I need that I need that completely my wife's like you know she's well I won't tell you what she says about my complaining but bottom line is I gotta do a better job of treating it well. <laughs> because it's still in this ever-forever recovery. All right, here we go on the triv. I know you're going to get this. I have a strong, strong feeling about this. Uh, after Joseph heard that Herod had died, when he came back, where did he settle with him and Mary and Jesus? In Nazareth. That is correct, Abundo! <laughs> you are right, sir. That was the big key, is that is, is he came back, and then he landed in Nazareth and then Jesus was a he was he was from Nazareth but he didn't it wasn't a Nazarite vow but he was a Nazarene. So that's a big substantial difference that people kinda miss. Hey let me pray for you. Is that okay? Okay, that's it. I love praying for you. So let's do it. Father, we come before you right now, lift up our dear brother Gary. We ask you in the name of Jesus Christ that you would bring healing into his body, healing into every part of him, and he would feel and know the healing power of God. Last time I prayed for him, Lord, I was like, well, he may not, may not run a marathon. Hey, Lord, you've done greater things than that. Do great things in his life. Let it be something so fantastic that nobody can do anything but point upwards. And we just pray that you would bless his life and encourage him. Of course, we pray for our people like Rosalind and other people in our in our group like Nola and, and, and people that we've been petitioning for. But I'm asking for my brother, Bear, Gary, to get a touch from the Holy Spirit. I ask that you would touch Gary, lift him up, strengthen him, reframe him by the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen.
3: Thank you very much. I prayed for all of you Sunday, and I'll continue to pray for you.
0: Thank you, brother. We appreciate you. Okay, thank you.
3: God bless. God bless
0: you. Bye-bye. All right, there's our dear brother Gary. You should be praying for And these are this is what, one of the things that I do think is re- really do have this in me that I, I think is really important. And that is I think we should be praying for one another. Like, you know, if you're driving down the road and somebody in the back of your head is somebody that you've heard on the show that comes to your mind, pray for them. 90% – I don't want to say 90%. Many, many times, that's the Holy Spirit. Go and pray for that person. And sometimes it's just a matter of learning to pray for other people and being responsive to what the Lord wants. That's all. All right. Now, I have this teaching. We're going to go follow deeper on this. So the one after this will be shorter. So I'm telling you now how the time sequence is going to go. But I want you to understand the importance of this. I am not dropping the ball on theological positions in this yet. I'm simply stating what is an absolute. Acts chapter 2, 36 through 39. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made both him, referring to Jesus, both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now, when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off. Did you hear that? The promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Now, Theologically, there's some people, and and being a Baptist, I know it full well, that believe that the gift is a manifestation. But that's wrong. I'm going to show you clearly that the gift is God himself. The promise is God himself. The gift is the Holy Spirit. Listen. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of sins, and you will receive the gift, not from the Holy Spirit, but of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to receive a gift from the Spirit. You're going to receive the Spirit for the promises for you and for your children and for all who are far off. That means it's for everybody. Who, whom the Lord our God calls to himself. The promise is the Spirit himself. It's not the good or the bad in tongues or the good and the bad in boldness because when they prayed another time, they were filled with the Holy Spirit and they all spoke the word of God boldly. It's the Holy Spirit himself. What we need to understand is that God himself is a gift. And the Holy Spirit living inside you is a gift. Do some people speak in tongues? Yes, they do. Of course they do. Does everybody speak in tongues? doesn't appear like it works quite that way. Does that mean that they don't have the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Can you love your enemy without the Holy Spirit? I don't think so. Here's the and thing. Can you have fruits of the Spirit? I mean, it's like some people that I know don't speak in tongues, but they have all nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it's pretty hard to say they don't have the Holy Spirit. That's just ridiculous. There's a little bit of immaturity in the church when we do stuff like that. Let's not do that. Let's do this. You know what's important about this text? The Holy Spirit is the gift. Oh, my. You will receive the gift of the Spirit, not from the Spirit, of the Spirit. It will become the gift is the Holy Spirit. That is your gift.
1: Your gift is God.
0: And then you go back to understanding the Holy Spirit can only be poured out once Jesus was glorified, according to John 13 and 14. And then you go back to Jesus where it says, God with us. And it all happens because of the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. I was like, okay, (laughs) I'll take it. I want that present every day. Exactly. All right, we'll take a break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here. On KAAM770, the true station here in Texas. Short break, we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
3: Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing
1: cow punch
3: sites.
0: That's no bull.
3: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
0: Oops, sorry. That's Cow Punch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull There, that's better. CowPunchSites.com slash dad. What is the David Spoon Experience?
3: This is Ray Bentley.
1: Ray
0: Bentley, the man, the myth, the legend. Uh On the show. I am going to say that about you. (laughs) It has been four years and six six months and 29 days since you've been live on the David Spoon Experience.
3: Oh, (laughs) man. Finally, I'm sliding in under the tag home safe. You are
0: safe. Okay. And so I'll I'll tell the entire audience real simple. uh, After this interview, you can either blame Ray. Or you can bless Ray because it was his fault a year and a half ago on February 12th when he called me and said, you should be back on the radio. You Amen. All, you, you just point Amen. to that guy. Okay. <laughs> all right, first of all, Ray, I want to ask you a really important question to start everything off with. The time is yours. You determine how much time you've got. It's totally up to you. But I do want to just ask you this quick question. How you doing?
3: <laughs> you know what? I am doing uh, good. I'm doing—actually, I'm doing great. I think these are exciting times. Uh, I I feel like we're in an acceleration of things happening, of God moving, of kind of things that we thought about and imagined prophetically what it would look like, and it's like happening so much so fast with such acceleration, I'm like, I can't hardly keep up with it all. It's just—it's a great hour uh, to look up. And to encourage one another. You know, I, I do realize there's lots of uh, challenges and these are trying times, but out of the worst of times come the best of times.
0: Oh, welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. This KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where nobody on the planet but me right this second knows that that fill given by Jennifer at some odd time, I have no idea when is directly related to this teaching that I'm about to do in about two minutes. Wow I mean you just got to be kidding me I couldn't have I could not have planned that even if I tried to plan it I could not plan that that well. There must be somebody myself included that really needs to hear what is forthcoming in regards to a teaching. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say, you guys. Figure it out, okay? Because uh, who who's the person doing that 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 little intro? I'm sorry, not the the fill the intro. Sorry, the intro the intro. So who picks the intro? How, did, how does how do those get picked? Uh, Jen, it's two. Still Jen. She does. She Jen still picks the intros. How does she pick? Does she pick them ahead of time, like before the? I don't even know how that works. I don't mean, so. even asked you. I mean, I do you so. know how it works? Or she just well, I gonna, believe it's
2: already it. – she puts, she puts in it there. in the system so. and then yeah. it just – okay. Rotate. The
0: okay. reason is because the intro, okay, is from Keith Green. And if you remember what I was just te- talking about in my introduction, I said No Compromise by Keith Green this is a song I did this – well, that, that's that guy was just that person playing.
3: Oh, the song.
2: Yes. Okay, I thought you didn't the commercial. No, I I meant I meant the the that's oh, why wow. I said the intro and wow. then
0: this teaching is right here. Okay all you. based got on you. that. Wow, interesting. Okay. Somebody needs to hear this. We'll still do trivia, but somebody okay, to get the wax out of everybody's ears. That's my that's my theological <laughs> Here's my theology for the day. Get the wax out of your ears. Here's your trivia question. This is This is rather dumb, but you guys still have to get it. Did John the Baptist baptize Jesus, or did Jesus baptize John the Baptist? (laughs) Okay. There you go. (laughs) Hey, I didn't say it was a brilliant question. I just said it was a question. Did John the Baptist baptize Jesus, or did Jesus baptize John the Baptist? And if you can say that 300 times fast in Greek— You are a champion indeed. I know I couldn't do it. Let's see. I think I can do it three times fast. Let's see, right? Did John the Baptist baptize Jesus, or did Jesus baptize John the Baptist? Did John the Baptist baptize Jesus, or did Jesus baptize John the Baptist? That's pretty good. (laughs) Okay. We have somebody ready to answer the trivia question, and then get your ears ready. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
2: Well, hi, David. You're talking to Deborah.
0: Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you today? Like I said, like I told Gary, I'm doing better because my knee. Because I, I listened to my wife, <laughs> and I <laughs> and I didn't work out yesterday, and I stayed off my knee, and I didn't chase the dogs, and it feels a lot better <laughs> today. And. Sometimes you just got to do nothing. <laughs> that's like right, really difficult. call. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> is that true? It is true. It's like, wow, that's hard to do. Um, okay, classic question. Did John the Baptist baptize Jesus, or did Jesus baptize John the Baptist?
2: Um, John the Baptist baptized Jesus.
0: Correct, Amanda! Now it would be fair to say that it's it's potentially fair to say that he was baptized in the Spirit by Jesus some point prior, but uh, that's really not what we're shooting for. We're just <laughs> we're just shooting for the basics on this one. So excellent job! How are you doing? How are you feeling? You feeling good?
2: Uh, well, actually, I have COVID.
0: You got COVID? After all that, uh, I need to pray for you. I need to pray for you no matter what. Let me pray for you, okay?
2: Well, actually, I I wanted to see if you would pray for a friend of mine. Sure. Sure.
0: What's your friend's name?
2: Well, his name is Ron, and I'm not sure of his friend's name, but the man needs a um, kidney, and um, he needs to be healed of, of kidney disease, so.
0: All right. Let me pray for him. Pray let for let me pray for Ron. His, fr- and his Does his friend also have that same problem? No. No, it's his friend that has the problem. Got it. So it's Ron's friend that needs a kidney.
2: Yes.
0: Got it. All right. So I'm going to pray for Ron's friend, and then I'm praying for you. Okay? Okay. Thank Let's you. Pray. Let's pray. Let's do it. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up our dear sister, Deborah. We just ask you to bless her. Lord, COVID, what a drag. Lord, take that out of her. Lord, get that away from her. She doesn't need that. Get that stuff away from her and let her have... Absolute full recovery and no problem with that, and let her be able to say, "I was uh, the whole thing was sped up, and I'm doing much better." And I just pray for Ron's friend who needs a kidney, needs a kidney transplant, or some situation. You, we know you can heal. You did it with Deborah. We're asking you to bring healing into Ron's friend's life and let him know it comes from your hand, from your love, and from your grace. And we lift them up to you as an audience, and we ask as the people of God. Please be Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals, and make make well on this situation, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so
2: much, David, You're and thank welcome. you for praying for me, too. You got
0: it. Thanks, Deborah. Okay, God bless you. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, let's get into the teaching. We'll see. I don't know if we'll see if we can get to the jokes or not. But okay, now listen to this. Okay, so Keith Green. So this whole thing I just did, which was the intro thingy. Now listen. You guys need to listen to this, okay? So Keith Green was one of my favorite guys. Actually, the Lord used his song, part of his song, to help me initially get out of the, the church situation I was in. Just We'll just go back to that at another time. But here, here. In his song, he has this line where he says, in regards to no compromise, He writes this lyric. It says, I want more than Sundays and Wednesday nights, because if you can't come to me every day, don't bother coming at all. The idea behind that is Jesus and this faith is not fire insurance. It might even start off as fire insurance. I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. That's how it started off with me. But it moves and it grows and it develops and it becomes something altogether different. And we have to have this passion and this hunger and this desire to serve God first and foremost. There's no uh, no compromise. And here's the passage I want to use. And this is all coming from Keith Greensong. No compromise. Daniel chapter three verse eighteen. But even if God does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. This is Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego making reference to God had the ability to deliver them from the king's hand. And so when he says, but even if God does not, he's making reference to, even if he doesn't deliver us, we want you to know. And in uh, some of your translations, and I do like this in some of the earlier translations, be it known unto you, much more forceful. You know what I'm saying? It's more like, hey, God can deliver us, but if not, I got a message for you, pal. That's exactly what that is. It's the same thing we use now. I got a message for you, pal. We're not gonna serve you, your gods, worship the image of gold, nothing. We ain't doing it. What were they facing when they were in this situation? Death. Okay? Not not a pay reduction. <laughs> okay, let me just make sure you understand what I'm saying here. Not a not a restriction. Not an asterisk by their name. Death. And they said, yeah, tough. And that's called no compromise. And the response is this. Well, what if the king, no compromise? Well, what if the government, no compromise? Well, what if the people that approve my paycheck, no compromise? What if the media and Hollywood and the best colleges, no compromise? compromise. What if the Supreme Court or the president or no compromise. Exodus 20 verse 3 you shall have no other gods before me. Your job whether you work in the government or with the government or around the government which by the way Daniel was able to do so don't don't tell me it can't be done. Whether you did it or not it doesn't matter they are never the big G. Only God is the big G. Everything else, little. Everybody else does not get worshipped. There is no full yielding to any but the Lord God Almighty. And the moment we do, we show we love Jesus just a little bit less than we're supposed to. And it's not even a – it's not a – like people are like, well, you're supposed to obey. You always obey God before man, period. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. If man tells you to shoot people, no matter what the case may be, and you know it's murder, you'd be disobeying God just to do it. Or if, you, I mean, if, you, if the government tells you it's this and God says this, that's not how it goes. Innocent blood shed on the land creates curse on the land. That's how it goes. Not going to change, not for America, not for Israel, not for any nation ever. The planet is the Lord's. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. You spill innocent blood on his planet, got a message for you. And by the way, when man was given authority over the planet, he was given the ability to use it as, as a functioner. He didn't own the planet. That's not what the Lord said. He said, you're just going to have control over it. But man, God had control over man, so God was always still in control. See, these are the, kind of the dumb things that people, their theology is like, well, that's just dumb. Stop that. God. God alone. I'll use E.V. Hill's the best messages I ever heard in my life. In the beginning, God. That's all you got to know. Four words. That'll change your life. In the beginning, God. Not man, not science, not religion, not thoughts, not this, not that, nothing. God. And there is no compromise. It is him and him alone, first and foremost. And how does he spread his message? He doesn't force people. He declares that he has people declare his truth. Well, that's how God does it. Jesus has won the biggest war of all of humanity without firing a single shot. (laughs) (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha! Top that one. You know who said that? Napoleon. That's pretty good. At least he got it right. All right, we'll take our break and move from there. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
3: What is the David Spoon Experience? Imagine yourself on a rocket ship racing at a thousand miles an hour into space. Once there, you can sense the power and the presence of the Majestic and the Divine. You forget about your troubles and your fears, and you just float in peace without a worry in the world. There are no struggles, no pain, no discomfort. It's soothing, calm, comfortable. But then the show starts and you realize that none of that stuff has anything to do with the show what were you thinking the david spoon experience only for the brave of heart and the board the david spoon experience uh, they were sisters
0: that is correct sir <laughs> you are right and it's like it's like I'm not saying I don't want to you know, say it, but like yuck <laughs> that's all I can say. it's like I'm oh, sorry that's all I can come up with like yeah
3: <laughs> well he was, he was tricked into it but. yeah
0: yeah I mean I'm gonna go with that but I, I mean if you're the two sisters you just got to be thinking now wait a second here
3: <laughs> can I can I tell a real quick joke it, Abs- is, I will not take up much time hopefully absolutely. I'll try to make it uh, try to make it uh, biblical but not scriptural
0: I'm with you. That's about 99 percent of everything we do on jokes. Trust me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I figured you'd understand. Well, to, to set this up, okay, to set this up, uh, when I ask the question, you'll have to answer it to the first thing that pops into your head. Otherwise, it'll it's it's kind of like those knock knock jokes. You have to say knock knock, you know, or who's there. Um, but, so anyway, Paul was out in the Mediterranean Sea. He was on sailing across it, and right before the storm hit. He was writing some letters, and he was, he was sitting there writing, and one of the sailors came up and looked at him and said, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm writing some letters here. And he Paul you know, put down his, his uh, quill and um, parchment and looked up at uh, the sailor and says, decided this is the time to talk to him. He says, now here's the question, David, and this is where you have to answer. Okay. What is a pirate's favorite letter of the alphabet?
0: Uh arrr, arr, arr, and the, and arr, and the I,
3: sailor said, "Nah, that would be the sea, matey, the sea."
1: <laughs> That's a good okay. one.
0: <laughs> so it's not the R, no, it's the sea. It's the sea, matey. Hey,
3: hey I love your show. Thanks. Thanks uh, for keeping keeping it
0: going. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, thank you for being such a, a great brother and a great support. We appreciate you. Oh, welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at kwm seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's Man seven seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Where This is this is right the show where you need two hours, right? Because, I mean, I've got to try and push through this. I don't even know how I'm going to do it. Okay, here you go. Ready? All right, here you go. All right. Now, this is a little trickier. So everybody who's ready and listening, just listen, okay? I'm going to tell you right now that the answer to this trivia question is a specific title, not a group of people. Get it? When Jesus healed on the Sabbath day, who said there are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath? Who, the title of who said that. You don't need the name. You need the title. Who said that, okay? All right. If you think you know, 972. 445-0770 four four five zero seven seven zero. Alwin's the internet, but I don't know if I can share what that one is. Uh two one four two one zero eight four eight three is the uh the text number and then David at he must That's gonna be the uh, email. I know what I'm doing. Okay, we do have somebody. To, before we get to them, I want to send people up to the website though, because you know we we don't want to make a big deal about this. Don't forget about our podcasts. Don't forget about uh, the podcast. Don't forget about the podcasts. Get it? Get in the end there. And then uh, on the site is a is a method where you can either give through the site or give gives you instructions on how to give. Giving is good because it helps us. Please check out he
3: Prayer request? He must increase.org. Praise report?
0: He must increase.org.
3: Looking to give to this ministry?
0: HeMustIncrease.org
3: increase.org. Confused by what's happening right now?
1: He must
3: increase.org.
1: He must increase.org.
0: How many ripples of water were in that? Uh, splash. That's the kind of question we're going to be asking. <laughs> hmm. That's tough, right? Okay. Uh, I didn't say it'd be easy. Alright, somebody's ready to answer the trivia question. Send them on through. <phone rings> knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hello? Is this, is, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Looks like we lost him. I think they-
2: that was Simpson, so he might have to call back.
0: Is that Simpson? Yeah. Okay. All right, he'll probably have to call back. All right, now, in the meantime, let's do our history. Let's go. All right, a couple of things to tell you that are really important about history. Number one, it's Floral Design Day, which is pretty good for my wife, who that's what she does of and course. coordinates. And yep. I did tell everybody she was number one in her, in her district, right? I you told, told her, me. I don't know if you told uh, her She was her. number one out of 25 stores. Wow, and this is ranging all of North Texas, I would have said. No, no, they got a bazillion stores, but it's in her territory. Her so, ter- so it's not wow. all of North Texas. That's still great, though. It's huge. Wow. Like I said, you know what she's going to get for that? An email. Anyway... Sorry, I'm just going to move on now because bitterness is not a good thing to hold on to. Uh, Today is also National Tooth Fairy Day uh, for those Christians that are like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, stop. Stop. You should just be thankful that you're alive now and older because now, or you're you're alive because now it's like five bucks a tooth or something. Back then it was like a nickel. You know, it's like that's uh, today's National Chocolate Soufflé Day.
2: What is that, Dave? It's
0: a it's dessert. You don't know what chocolate souffle is? I'm gonna have to bring oh, souffle. it up. Oh huh? touffé. Su- souffle. I don't. No. I probably it's a, do. It's a very good it's a very good desserty thing. Desserty thing. I like dessert it's chocolate and it's goody and it's goody desserty stuff. Desserty and goody. Uh, Those know. are nice. <laughs> <laughs> see how see how theological we are? We try to keep it right up there. You know the best line I heard just, you know I have a doctorate. You know what the response was so
1: <laughs> I was just like oh, I got nothing to say to that. <laughs> that's,
0: that's like a good line. Uh National Tartar Sauce Day. So if you're a fish sticks person, right? You no tartar sauce. Huh? No tartar sauce. Don't love it? Don't no. Lo- no. No, no, tartar sauce. None. None. Wow. <laughs> the fish and chips, no tartar sauce.
2: No tartar sauce. Give me a little ranch. Okay. Little ketchup. <laughs> Go hot sauce.
0: See, you're learning about D. Just listening. Just listen to the show. Uh, 1883, the first vaudeville theater opened up. That's uh, people doing those acts on their stage and those goofy things there. Uh, 1784, and on this day John Wesley started the Methodist Church. They think that, that was the day. That's okay. And then uh, this one. Uh, was kind of interesting. 1978, on this day, the long arm saves the dolphin. Let me explain. Uh, Basketball player Clifford Ray assisted in an operation at Marine World in California by using his long arm to retrieve a large screw that the dolphin had swallowed.
2: A screw that was really needed?
0: No, the dolphin swallowed the screw, and he had to stick his arm in the dolphin's throat and pull
2: it hope he was compensated (laughs) well
0: uh i don't even know how to respond to that that was a really good reply good job on your part okay all right i'm just gonna toss this right here it's one of those shows just smile uh, who specifically said, uh, it's a titled position, by the way, there are six days for you to work, so come and heal on those six days and not on the Sabbath day. you got to think of this. I know we typically you'd think of it in groups, groups of people, but there's uh, one particular title per group. Uh, synagogue, you got to think of who that might be, and then you're gonna go from there. Uh, if you think you know, nine seven two four four five zero seven seven zero two one four two one zero eight four eight three is the text, and DavidHeMustIncrease.org is the uh, email. That's a tough one, by the way. I'm just not gonna, you know, it's not. So somebody's calling back. We'll see if they can get it. If they can get it, great. If they can't, that's okay too. I mean, we do our best. That's what we're going to do. Uh, they're ready. Let's send them on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Oh,
2: this is Priest.
0: <laughs> oh, that's close, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Wait, wait, wait. I'll give you a hint, okay? Heresy. Okay. Just hold on. Hold on. It's 12 inches, 18 inches, 24 inches, 36 inches, and it's a stick, and we usually call it what? Uh somebody who's in charge. Uh High Priest. Oh uh, ruler. It was the ruler, the ruler oh, of the synagogue. Okay. <laughs> well that that's was a, a tough one. Tricky. That's tricky. Yeah, I know. I should have had the horn play on that one. How you doing, brother? What's going on? Good. I'm I mean just praising God. You know, in the midst of everything that you go through, if you don't know what the next steps are. And you don't know what the Lord does or doesn't want. Like you're, you're just like waiting. Praising God is the best thing that you can do, because it shows faith. Even if there's a struggle in the flesh, the spirit part of you is saying, "No, no, I, my hope remains in God." Yeah, that's what you're doing, right?
1: Yeah.
0: All right. They pray over you. Okay. Sure. Father, we come before you, lift up Samson to you, and we ask you in the name of Jesus that you would give him refreshment that comes from your spirit and clarity as to what next for his hands. What do you want him to do? Let him do that. Let him be blessed to do it. Even if he doesn't understand the first step in, let him trust you that you have every step ordered and prepared for him to guide him in all of it. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. 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 It's probably a little more oh. on target than you might have thought, huh? Nah, yeah. <laughs> I, pray, I pray for you, brother. I know. I know what's going cool. on. Yes, uh, I'm praying for you and our audi- audience. Uh, I, I mean, mean you. your audience. Are my well, they're your audience, teacher. too. They're all of our audience. It's, all of us are one. It's his audience. It's really yeah, just for the audience. That, so. That's more... Yeah. Precisely correct. Yeah. All right, brothers, love you. Cool. Love you too. God right. bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, so here's uh I got the big theology one. I can't I can't do it yet. And the reason I can't do it, it's just you've got to hear this. It's not going to give the resolution, but it's such an important teaching that I'm going to take the break. We're going to come back and then we're going to do it and I want you to hear it because you need to understand that there are two sides to the coin. Get it? All right. You're listening to the David Spoon experience right here on KWM 770, the true station here in Texas. Taking a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
3: What is the David Spoon experience?
1: Ephesians chapter 5 Ephesians chapter 5 Our words will justify us or condemn us. And we understand our words will justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts. So therefore, in conclusion, that our words justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts, we need to remember and operate and function in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, which says this. And actually, you can even look at verse 19. Speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ephesians five nineteen. Uh, sing and make music in, the, in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know, that by your words you're justified and condemned. Because you know they reveal your heart, you ought to make sure that you follow the scriptures that Paul commands us to follow, and you ought to be being thankful in everything. You ought to be being thankful in everything. And if you are thankful in everything, that will be a part of your verbalization or your speech, and that will be a revelation as to what's in your heart. Are you a thankful Christian? For everything and you say well Dave I'm thankful that he saved me but I'm going through this trial and I don't like it I'm not so thankful for the trial and I say I understand I understand that uh, and again not a new revelation coming right here Romans chapter 8 verse 28 tells you the ticket the method, the system by which you can be thankful in everything. You mean I should be thankful in a divorce proceeding? I should be thankful that my brother is a drug addict? I should be thankful that I'm going bankrupt? I should be thankful that these terrible things are happening? Or that I should be thankful that I can't sleep? No, I think you should read Romans 8, 28 with me and respond to this. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. So I think the answer is, can you be thankful in all those things? Yes. For going through a divorce? No. But that God is going to work into your lives good things through this process? Absolutely. If you don't believe that God is going to work things that are good into your lives and your trial, you don't believe anything he says. Because one of the greatest premises that Jesus laid down is, and I and I caught this just earlier this week, let not your hearts be troubled. There will be trouble in the world. I've overcome the world. It's like, but Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. Well, As though we had a choice. We do. We do. And we should be thankful in all of it while we're going through for the actual drug addiction. No, but that God's not going to give up on the person. He's going to work good out of it.
3: The David Spoon Experience.
1: Sometimes,
0: hallelujah. Oh, welcome back Sometimes to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's Man 770 the truth station here in Texas. Last trivia question. It is as easy as it sounds. See, <laughs> so see how the last one was really hard? The ruler of the synagogue. That was a tough one. Very right? tricky. Yeah, it was kind of tricky. Yeah, it was really, really so this one, in contrast, is as easy as it sounds. Did you hear that? That's your just after Peter's declaration that Jesus is the Son of God, to whom did Jesus say, Get behind me, Satan? That's right. If you think you know the answer, (laughs) 972-445-0770. Text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david, at he hemustincrease.org. So Al's gotten uh, a pow-pow, and Ginny just got her second pow-pow. She's on fire. She's on fire. Okay, so... Uh, somebody's calling in, they, I believe they're ready, that's good, and then after we do this, we're going to do the teaching, send them on through. Knock, knock, this is David, who am I talking to? Hi, David, this
2: is John, how are
0: you? I'm doing fantastic, John, how are you doing? And we've been praying for NOLA, and for you, and for the family, we know that March 6th is a big day, so, we're going to be praying, 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 right? Is that all still on target?
2: Yeah, um... Um, She is uh, going to have the bone marrow transplant, Lord willing, uh, March 6th, so right uh, right now she is, her body is completely void of any immune system, so she needs to (laughs) not get anything not happen. You know, all of her white blood, a whole thing has been wiped out, so, which is how you prepare for the bone marrow transplant,
0: my understanding, so.
2: So uh, anyway, yeah, we're just counting the days, you know.
0: Uh, That's right. Well, everybody will be praying. we got March 6th is going to be the time. So we need to be praying a protective bubble over NOLA. I mean, that's what you need to be praying, you know. Amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to give you a chance to answer a trivia question because normally we don't get the chance to get these really difficult ones, but here you go. (laughs) Just after Peter's declaration that Jesus is the Son of God, to whom did Jesus say, Get behind me, Satan?
2: That'd be Peter.
0: That is it, right on! Oh, boy. Uh, Nothing more amazing than he comes up with the best line ever. Thou art oh the Christ, gosh. the Son of God. And then the very next thing is like get behind me, Satan. <laughs> ah, <wow. laughs> what a
2: swing,
0: huh? Yeah, that's right. From what the throne another. room to the bathroom, right there.
2: Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh the throne to the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> My goodness. Well, we're gonna have oh, everybody's dear. gonna keep praying. You can't help but love him.
0: Oh yeah, that's weaknesses. that's just so it's just so classic because you know and Jesus knows it's what he said is gonna be in print. I mean, it's never gonna change. It's gonna be the greatest declaration <laughs> ever. But just in case you get a little prideful there.
2: Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> just like you're super spiritual now.
0: Also. Yeah,
1: exactly, wow. exactly right. Excellent uh-huh. job.
2: Excellent a, work, brother. Jesus. I really think he loved Jesus. He just didn't want anything to, you no. know. Amen. Have, he, no, you're not going to do it. You know, that's not going to happen to you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh,
0: uh, That's right. One good so answer, human. you're telling God what to do.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. Yeah, well,
0: thank you, David.
2: I appreciate
0: it. You got it, brother. We'll be praying for you. Keep in touch so we can know what's going on all the way through, Okay.
2: Okay. Will yeah. do.
0: Thank right. you. God bless you. Again.
2: Okay. God bless you.
0: Bye-bye. 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 All right. Don't forget to be praying for Nolo. So now you need to pray specifically for a bubble. Bubble of safety. You can pray it. I don't have to pray for you. You can do it.
2: And I want to commend Brother John. His spirit, even going through this, yeah, still has a gentle, kind spirit. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I want to do this teaching. I'm going to irritate, well, both sides. <laughs> I guess that's the way to do it if you get really like like I said be an equal opportunity offender if you're gonna do it right here you go right two sides of the coin here we go acts chapter 2 verse 23 listen to this this is Peter's sermon right so we're talking about Peter right this this, this Jesus delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men I just, this this is the stuff I love. I love this. I mean, this is like I could spend hours. This Jesus, referring to Jesus Christ, delivered up according to the definite plan and foreknowledge of God, you crucified and you killed by the hands of lawless men. So let's just understand this. This is so great. This Jesus is our Jesus, right? Delivered up according to two things. The definitive plan of God and the foreknowledge of God. Did everybody see that? It's the definitive plan and foreknowledge. It's the foreknowledge based on what God knew was going to happen. That's what foreknowledge. To, to foreknow means to know ahead of time. Well, if you're omniscient, then we know God's <laughs> God operates in foreknowledge, right? That's be- knowledge beforehand, right? So It's a definitive plan. It's the foreknowledge of God. That's Part one of the coin. Here's part two of the coin.
1: You,
0: (laughs) listen, you, you crucified him and you killed him. You did this. Now, listen, on one side, there was a plan in place by God, and it comes under the realm of predestination. On the other side, man doesn't know what that plan is, and in the function of man not knowing that plan, he operates in free will. So from the man point of view, it was all free will. We killed him. From God's point of view, it was predestined to happen. And then you're sitting there thinking, so wait, so on God's end, he knows what's going to happen. On man's end, he doesn't know what's going to happen. Right. So follow this in Second 2 Timothy 2.19. Nevertheless, God's foundation stands firm, sealed with this inscription. Inscription. Okay, so now we're going to get an inscription on the solid foundation that comes from God. What's that solid foundation, Dave? Here's what it says. The Lord knows those that are his. That's the first part. And everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from iniquity. In other words, the Lord knows those who are his because he's got foreknowledge, he has definitive plan, and there's predestination. That's the first side of the coin. The other side of the coin, everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness.
1: Who's that? We don't know.
0: We don't understand. That's the our responsibility. That's the free will. That's the need to function and do the things that we're supposed to do. What you know and what God knows are not the same thing. As my wife and I were talking about just the other day, the best line ever. It's the best line ever. God knows what's going to happen. He's just not telling. <laughs> Like, look on our end it's free will and its choice on God's end it's predestination and its uh in its foreknowledge and the, instead of trying to s- understand that as one you have to understand it's two sides of a coin. If you approach an elephant from the north, south, east, and west, please tell me right now if all four descriptions are the same or if two of them are similar and the other two are whack-a-doodle-out. You see the trunk? You define the trunk. You see the tail? You define the tail. You see the sides? That looks similar. Same elephant. Four angles. (laughs) Oh. Oh. So what's the answer? Man should stop trying to say, I understand everything God's doing and trust that God does it right and it's perfectly fair and just in the whole process. All right, folks, you've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a 22 and hour break. They'll come back. More Insanity with humanity. Talk to you then.
3: The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.